this morning, I want to thank God. And I also want to thank the set man of the house, Pastor Sam, for giving me this privilege to share with you. And the theme of our, this month is seeking the truth or seek the truth. So my subject this morning is to buy the truth. Somebody say buy the truth. Hallelujah. And if you can open your Bibles with me to Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 23. This scripture stands alone and it's from Solomon, the wisest man. I would say in his days, because these days I don't know, God is raising men and women who are very wise. Said this. It says, buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Buy the truth. Buy it. And when you buy it, keep it as your own and don't sell it. Truth, when we talk about truth, the simple definition says that the quality or the state of being true, it means you are sincere. So the man of God is telling us, you have to buy it. And when you buy it, don't sell it. I was looking at this scripture that buying the truth but you and I know that salvation is free. So what is Solomon talking about that we have to buy? But one thing I want you to know, if he said we can buy it, then it's available. Somebody say it's available. If he's saying we should buy it, then it's attainable. Somebody say attainable. If Solomon is encouraging us to buy the truth, then it's accessible. Somebody say accessible. I was in a, a shop one time and I was waiting to pay for the goods that I have purchased. And I saw the cashier arguing with a woman for a long time. And I was fidgeting, I was getting angry. You know when you have gone to the shop, you want to do your own thing and go away. But this lady will not give attention to anybody. She wanted to argue her case. And so I got interested and I wanted to know what is happening. So I went a little bit closer. You know, when you are, you know, nosy, inquisitive, you want to know what is going on. So that when you go, you can explain what happened. Then the simplicity of the argument was that the lady has gone to the sale items and has picked something from there. And the lady was trying to tell the cashier that I got this from the sale. And the cashier said, no, according to, you know, because I don't know. They go through the tail, then they realize that, oh, this is a new thing, so it's not on sale. But I'm not sure if the lady has taken the original tag or taken the original price. I'm not sure. So they were arguing. The lady said, no, I won't leave it. I'm buying it, but I will buy it in a sale um, price. And the lady also, Cassia was saying, no, this is a new item. So maybe somebody has taken it from the new items and they have put it because people do that. The lady said no, all because the price that is on the tag, it is a, a sale, this thing. And the lady said no, 
Somebody must have put it there. So I was standing there and I said to the lady, do you want to buy it? She said, yes. I said, then buy it by the original price. Because there is no way, and you are delaying everybody. And he said, oh, don't talk to me like that. I said, I have to talk to you like that. Or you stand outside, you know, on the side, and let us purchase our things, then you carry on. I brought this to your awareness. Solomon said that we should buy the truth. But one thing he didn't tell us, he didn't tell us the price of the truth. If you can buy it, then give us a, a price tag. And I'm saying this to say that what the enemy is doing in the kingdom of God and outside the kingdom is that he is giving us a wrong tag. Some of the things the enemy is saying that our God is not there. Some of the things the enemy is saying that now the church is weak. Some of the things, look at even the coronavirus. I'm not talking to those who have underlying issues. But there are some people who are going to work seven days in a week. But what the enemy is whispering to them, that you don't need to go to church because watching from your house and sitting here is the same. But I'm here to tell you that if you don't have any underlying condition, the church is the powerhouse of God. The church is the gathering of believers. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 22 that you have come to Mount Zion, the city of the great king. Hallelujah. The holy mountain, Jerusalem, where the gathering of his people will come together. And the Bible said there are innumerable angels are all about. As you sit here, if God is going to open your eyes to see, you are not here by yourself. There are angels descending and ascending because this is the house of God. This is the truth I want you to buy. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 21 verse 13, My house shall be called a house of prayer to all nations. This is the truth that you have to buy. That the house of God is not the house of man. We are all representing, hallelujah, God. We are the spiritual priests that we stand to give sacrifices unto him. And I came to destroy the lies of the enemy. That the church is not effective. Who told you that the church is not effective? The church is the pillar and the ground of truth. That's what Paul said. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. The enemy is a liar. And even according to John 8, 44, you are of your father, the devil, and the last of your father you do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own for he is a liar and the father of it. Lies of the devil. When we talk about lying, because truth is the opposite of lies. And the enemy, the Bible says that he is the father, he is the source. He originated it, hallelujah. From the beginning, he is the one who went to the woman to deceive him. That is why it is important to know the truth. When we talk about lies, it's natural to the enemy. And that's why I always tell my son, Junior, I say, no matter what, if you take something, and I come and I say, did you take it? Don't be afraid. I'd rather you tell me the truth. Children, can you hear? 
when you, even mad, your mothers will not kill you. Your dad, they cannot kill you. Gradually, because what is happening is that when they are scared, you are empowering them to always lie. So I said to him, I looked at him, I said, did you take it? He said, um, um, I said, uh-huh. you don't have to lie because I want to empower you always to tell the truth because nobody will kill you. Anytime you get the opportunity to lie, it is the enemy who is orchestrating it. It is the enemy who is engineering it for you to lie. But I came boldly to tell you that the church of Jesus Christ will stand on the pillar of truth and nothing else. Hallelujah. I want to tell you that lies are strong as truth. That is why we have to know the truth and buy the truth. You have to be a holder of the truth. Some of you are holders of investment. But this morning I came to provoke you. If there is anything, you have to be a holder. Be a holder of the truth. Somebody say be a holder of the truth. Because the enemy can lie. If you want to conquer the devil and his lies, you have to get the truth. Because the truth is not just the mere words I'm speaking. The Bible says that the letter kills. It is the spirit that gives life. So if you have the truth and you don't have the spirit to give you revelation, it's like you reading an ordinary newspaper. It is the spirit that, you know, empowers us. John says something in John chapter 6 and verse 63. He says, the spirit is the one that became us. The flesh profits nothing. But the, the words I have spoken to you, they are spirits and they are life. It means when God speaks, the potency of the word of God quickens you. Your mortal body, no matter what you cannot do, when you have the word of God, you have the truth, uh, and you have relationship with the almighty God, uh, you are powerful, hallelujah. The enemy cannot break you. You will go through tunnels, but trust me, you will be strong. And you will do exploits. The Bible says that they that know their God, they are the one. He's talking about intimacy. Hallelujah. They are the ones who will do, do strong things. So I came to tell you to buy the truth. In Isaiah 2, verse 1 to 3, he was talking about the mountain of the Lord's house. It will be lifted higher. He will establish the church. Above every high mountain. Hallelujah. No matter what the enemy lies, it cannot bury the truth of God. He said, I'm lifting the church as a mountain. Hallelujah. Above the mountains. The church cannot be hidden. In even Matthew chapter 4 verse 15, the Bible says that the church cannot be hidden. Because a house that is set on the hill cannot be hidden, no matter the tantrums of the enemy, no matter the orchestrations of the enemy, no matter the Freemasonry or whatever, territorial powers and spirit and witchcraft, interferences and everything, they, they cannot stop the church. Jesus said that I'm building my church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against this. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. That is why you have to be you know, a person of the truth. John 18, 37, Jesus stood before the people, and he said that, they said, who are you? He said, I'm the king. And he said, what are you telling us? He said, yes, I am the truth. You have to know the truth. I am the truth. I am the embodiment of the truth. I will not hit around it. I am 
I am. If you are a woman, you have to be boldly to say, I'm a woman or I'm a man. And so Jesus said that I am the truth. And even when you read um, John chapter 14, 6, he said, I am what? I am the way, I am the life, and I am the truth. I am. So we have to know the truth. Christianity is a journey. You started accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. That is the beginning of your life. In John chapter 17, verse 3, now this is eternal life, that you may know God, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom he sent, or he has sent. The only salvation does not come from any man, but he said this is eternal life, is to know the only, the key is the only. We don't have two gods, we have only one God, and it's our Lord, the supreme God, hallelujah. He's the eternal supreme, you know, God. There is no other God. And the Bible says that salvation, the beginning of this journey is to know a person. And that is Jesus Christ. He said, only the only wise God, be glory and majesty, dominion and power forever and ever. There is only one God in three persons. Hallelujah. So you have to know God. That's the truth I'm talking about. Now people are doing weird things. You cannot be saved. In fact, even in Acts chapter 4 verse 13, the Bible said there is no other known given under the heaven that men can be saved except Jesus Christ alone. So there is only one way. He is the way. He is the life. He is the truth. You cannot do, you can do whatever you want. There is one way. And that's why when you are, you know, one way system, when you are coming opposite every uh, driver, it's blowing their horn because you are going the wrong direction. And this morning, Solomon is telling us, buy the truth. Put price on the truth. Let it become a supreme in your life. The truth will make you free. The truth will deliver you. It's only the truth that can swallow liars in the name of Jesus. The only way that you will be known. You have started the journey. But the Bible says that the journey of a Christian is a progressive life. In um, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18, the life of a believer or a righteous person is like a, light, a, a shining light. Who, it shines more brighter, brighter into the perfect day. It means every day you have to progress. Every day you have to grow. When our children are not growing, we are frustrated. It's the same way. God wants us to grow. We started, but we need to grow. A child, the room was not built in a day. But if you are in the law for 18 years, and you are doing something that somebody who has come to the house, uh, the Lord, three years, then something is wrong with you. So we grow. We started by him. Before I go on, I just want to say we have only also one God who cannot lie. In Titles chapter 1 and verse 2, the Bible says that the God who cannot lie there are so many scriptures, I, I can't go there. In Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18, the Lord who cannot lie. Hallelujah. In Numbers 23, verse 19, will I say something and I will not do it? Have I spoken and I will not do it? It says that I'm not a man that I will lie. Men can lie to you, but God is faithful to his word. 
In fact, in Psalm 138 verse 2, the Bible says that he has elevated his name and his work together. Hallelujah. God who cannot lie. Let all men be liars. God is faithful. So when we are talking about the truth, we are talking about God and his word. He cannot lie. So we are buying the truth. When you are a person, a man, a woman, a marriage of truth, a society of truth, a church of truth, a church who emphasis is on the truth, like always, Pastor, we say, you are strong, nothing can shake you. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 7, it talks about two people. You know, it's a, a parable. Who heard the word of God? One of them just heard the word of God, didn't do anything with it. The other one heard the word of God and did what the word was requiring. And the Bible says that the storm came, the wind came, but the one who heard the word of God and didn't apply it, the storms, you know, really scattered and destroyed the house. But the other one who took the word of God and do, did as it is, the same thing that, you know, destroyed somebody's house, did not beat him. The difference between two people sitting at the church, hearing the word of God, is hearing the word of God and becoming responsible of what you hear. The Bible says, I think in uh, Acts chapter 17, 11 or so, Paul was talking about the people of Thessalonica. He says that the people of Berlin, they were more wiser because they come with readiness of mind to receive the word of God. And when they receive it and they go home, they make sure that they sit down to examine what they heard, to compare that what they heard from the apostle is really what is in the Bible, becoming responsible. Some people say, oh, I'm in the church, I'm not growing. Sunday alone cannot grow you. You eat three times in a day. Some of you eat six times in a day. day. So how can Sunday alone grow you? Your pastor is doing well. Put your hands together. You have to be responsible. Your soul needs the word of God. You are saved, but your mind is still messing up. The mind is very strong. The only thing that can tame the mind or shape the mind and bring paradigm shift is the word of God. The Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 130, the entrance of your word brings light to the simple. It's entrance there. David said in Psalm 119 verse 9 and 11, you know, how can a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed of the word of God. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15, you know, study to show yourself a proof unto God. A workman who needed to be ashamed is the one who accurately divides the word of truth. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's profitable. The word of God is profitable. Somebody say it's profitable. For doctrine, for correction, instruction, in righteousness, that a man or a woman or a church of God will be thoroughly furnished. Hallelujah. It is the word. Oh God, because of the time I cannot finish, but if I get another opportunity, but let me quickly say this. John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32. Then said Jesus to those Jews who believed on him, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth shall make you free. Why? He didn't tell all the Jewish 
He was talking to all the Jewish people there. But the Bible says that he spoke, you know, specifically to the Jews who believed in him. The Lord will not waste his gold. Waste. He's speaking to us. Recently we have been hearing pastor talking to us that, you know, God, his sheep knows his voice. And he's told them, the ones who believed in him, thank God for the privilege we have. Those who are outside cannot hear and understand the word of God. But he told the Jewish people who believed in him that you, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. Indeed, he put emphasis on that. Indeed, surely, if you want to be a disciple, a disciple is a student. And children, let me tell you, you started school, you didn't start from year seven. You started from kindergarten and, you know, go to first year, second year. It's the same way spiritual things are. When you are sitting here, don't let people gather. No. Jesus Christ, 11 years, 12 years, he was able, you know, to dialogue with lawyers and the Pharisees. You have the privilege to come. We didn't have the privilege like you. We, we didn't know anything. They just put us, come on, go to church, then we sit down. We don't know anything, but you are very wise. You have wisdom. The things nowadays children can do will baffle you. So don't waste your mind when you come open up. It's like a school. When you go to school, you are going for a lesson. You have a subject. You have a teacher who will teach you. It's the same way. Children, you can be baptized with the Holy Ghost filled. Hallelujah. And you can ask the Holy Ghost questions and he will teach you. He will teach you all things. They that believe in him, he said to them, if you abide in my word, if you continue, continue doesn't mean it's one day, it's forever, gradually, every day, 24 hours. He's interested in your life. He always wants to be part of you. He's interested, this is the truth. It's not only Sunday, some of you, after Sunday, you will dare open your Bibles. And that is why, you know, you become like a prey to the enemy. He gets you anytime because he knows that there is no substance there. It is not just the words you speak, but the words that have married to your life. Hallelujah. That is the words that can keep you. Jeremiah 15, 16. He says, your word have I found it. I have eaten it and it's the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. Jeremiah said that I don't want to mention your name anymore. But when I keep it, I cannot keep quiet. Why? Because my body, my, there is your word burning in my spirit and in my body. Your word and my life have become a fabric of my life. I cannot keep quiet out of the mouth of, you know, abundance of your heart. Must speak. If you listen to your conversation, you will know if you are a woman or a man of the word. If any time you're talking about fantasies and things like that, there's no word. We are in coronavirus. I know it's a very sensitive time, but it does not change the word of God. The Bible says that forever, Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Psalm 119 verse 89. Hallelujah. Corona is there, but trust me, I stand here to finish. Next time, if I have the opportunity, I will continue. But what I want to say this morning is that, let me tell you, no matter what is happening, you know what I'm seeing? This morning when we were praying before we came to church, I was telling the prayer warriors, I said, listen, we are praying for the church, we are praying for the nation, we are praying for so many things. I say, if you read Genesis chapter 13, I think it's a verse 20-something or 14 going, 
God told, you know, Abraham after Lot has left him, where Lot has seen, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, like a water garden, beautiful. But the Bible says he didn't know that God was going to destroy it. But when Lot has left, the Lord told Abraham, lift up your eyes. I'm going to give you clarity of purpose, vision for your life. Have you seen the south world? Have you seen the north, east, and west? Everything that your eyes can see, I will give it to you. And not only you, but your seed, your children's children. It means I'm here to tell you, we are not looking at coronavirus. What I'm seeing this morning is that very soon we are going to see our children running around. We are going to see the marks will be off. Hallelujah. We are going to see, even we said things will not go normal, but the Lord is our helper, our refuge, our fortress, our buckler, our shield, our house of defense. Hallelujah. The Lord will make things good. So sit, buy the truth. Solomon said, buy it. And when you buy, don't sell it. Buy means that you have to exchange your time. Hallelujah. Your energy, your affection, your passion, your zeal, your commitment for the word of God. Let me finish here because I don't want to go. God bless you. Let's welcome Pastor Sam.